welcome to <laughs> Podmon Adventure Zero Two, the podcast where that's a perfectly good trash can. Don't be throwing students at it. Today we are watching episode 11 of Podmon Adventure Zero Two, episode 65 of the franchise, and part three of our holy shit, Ken has captured Greymon, what are we going to do now, trilogy, The Storm of Friendship. The Storm of Friendship. Of Friendship. Freundschaft, as the Germans call it. Do they? Yep. It's oh. German for friendship. God, even even friendship sounds angry in German. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you doing, buddy? Standing, sorry. In okay, our in our podcast studio, which <laughs> is uh, <laughs> my living room. I am standing ominously over the couch <laughs> where Zach is pleasantly seated. Recorded live at Living Room <laughs> Studios with a three-week <laughs> delay. <laughs> yep. All right. I've joined him on the couch. And now we can continue on. Good. Uh, Prediction-wise. Yes, please. Uh, storm of friendship, you say? A storm of friendship, I say. Now, I think that's just... Uh, Sort of, a, I think we're, uh, you know, I hate to, I hate to just put it out all, all on the tape like this, but uh-huh. Storm of Friendship sounds like an orgy to me. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And these are a bunch of children we're talking about, right. so remember to keep it, keep it together, folks. This is just, this is like, this is like it. You know, it's, me- it's metaphor. So it's okay if the kids fuck each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So um. So. How does that um how does that play in? Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Idea. So <laughs> despondent over the loss of uh, Agumon, mm-hmm. uh, the kids uh, taking in the lesson from last week that they shouldn't beat themselves up over things they cannot change, mm-hmm. realize that there are plenty of things that they can change uh, vis-a-vis the fullness of each other's balls, <laughs> the <laughs> emptiness of one another's wombs. Mm-hmm. And uh, decide that they are going to fight back against the oppression of the Digimon Emperor by uh, enjoying themselves in a rebellious act of uh, group love. Okay, okay, so they're hippies. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed at the end of it, also. (laughs) Also, uh, yeah, okay. Never seen any of them. Well, uh, they change it in the movie, but in the book... All of the kids that are going around fighting it, mm-hmm. they all fuck each other. It's really weird. Okay, so there's precedent. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, that's what I was <laughs> yeah. making fun of. Right. The but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just don't know what I don't know what that was about. I've I've seen it analyzed a few different ways, but like, uh, it's still a pretty weird direction I think to take it. Yeah, I think you could probably could have gotten away with it. Well, I guess the issue was that the. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, I mean, we won't get into it. <laughs> S- speaking of a weird place to take it, in this week, <laughs> in this week's um, talking about things that have nothing to do with Digimon Corner. <laughs> so, as of recording, uh, and slightly old news for you guys listening, but uh, f- fuck you, you should have been here when we were recording. Uh, Jonathan Majors, uh, who plays or played Kang in the MCU, oh, no. was uh, his his trial happened and he was convicted of uh, harassment and 
he wasn't convicted of actual physical assault, but it was enough that uh, Marvel has let him go from the from the job after they yeah. pit like hung the entire like this saga around him and had him play like a thousand different versions of himself in Quantumania. I will say, uh, really good performance at the end of Loki. Yeah, like he was really like, like all the things about him aside. Look, I hate all of these people. Like they're yeah, all like they're, all, they're all they're all at the very least they're annoying. They're yeah, they're rich liberals. Yeah. Like they're at the very least annoying, but probably all nar- narcissistic assholes. Um, they're all they're all kin. Ken would fit in right alongside these people. So oh, I thought you meant Ken from Barbie. Yeah. No, or a Kenji as I as you know seen him. The Barbie movie yet? So I, I haven't either. Or that's, that's or why feminism hasn't really gotten to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really understand it yet. <laughs> but so <laughs> I'm not as um, I'm not as interested in like what Marvel does because I feel like there's a lot beyond that just working against them. Like mo- movies that honestly, are no worse than a lot of the crap that came out in, like, Phase 2. Um, yeah. Have just been getting a lot of flack. It's not been a good year. Secret Invasion wasn't that great. Um, really, this whole year's been kind of a a bummer. I feel like this whole saga has not felt as coherent as the first one did. Uh, i said from the beginning issue with the multiverse i think that's asking too much of the audience to keep up with all of that timey-wimey bullshit so but like i said i'm not as interested in what marvel does as i am in because we have to have something there has to be a place in the culture for capital investment and uh, things have to escalate. Profits have investment has to grow. Profit has to grow. What replaces superheroes like in that cultural niche? We're not going to go back to like Western actual. We're, well, we could have a revitalization of the Western, but I was going to say we're not going to go back to like actual films in like in theaters. Oh yeah, like we're not going to have like a resurgence of the of like the high profile actor or director or whatever like we're never going to go back to like all the all the marvel stars like have had that you would think that their name would draw in a crowd have had movies that have flopped because people don't go see movies. Robert Downey Jr or Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth they go see Iron Man or Captain America mm. or Thor like they go see the property bef- and everything else around that is just like, oh, this guy's fine in the role, or I don't like him, or whoever. But it's the age of like, I have no idea what this movie is, but Harrison Ford is in it, so goddamn it, I'm gonna go see it on opening yeah. opening day. It doesn't matter what genre it is. That's that's past. Uh, movies as an art form is at the cinematic level is over, but like Marvel in particular and with like DC and I would even say things like the dark universe and the monster verse being dragged along have 
been that like uh receptacle of those investments and those profits in media but Marvel and that whole thing will eventually die out and I think that Be it's good. I and I think that it's like it's on been, those been sick of it for a while now. Yeah, it's on those on those legs now. Um but what and he can't obviously can't can't predict it but to try to what do you think like can replace that in the media landscape? Well, so if we can if we can track sort of like what the superhero movie is, it's ba- it's the blockbuster of the modern era. Right, right, for sure. Yeah, blockbusters have been like one of a few different things. I think like uh, originally we would think of like a blockbuster movie as a just one that was like so well respected and renowned and like made by one of like the ten people that was allowed to make movies. Right, that it was inev- inevitably going to be something great. And uh, that, you know, term came around in the 80s when we had, like, you know, big action hits and lots of, like, investment in time and practical effects and things like that. I think because of the thinning of the, like, uh, technical aspects of movie production, at Mm -hmm. least in this, like, what we're talking about, fucking Marvel movies are just basically all movies now. Uh, the, The, like necessities in like the craft are pretty much all digital now right like you have a, an actor who ostensibly is supposed to give a performance but is most likely just going to be in front of a green screen and then like may have their dialogue replaced with ADR that feels out of place or, yeah you know there's no there's very little physicality to that so I think that the next thing would have to be something that adheres to that form the way that uh, Marvel movies adhere to the changing technology and simplicity and ease in production that uh, wasn't there prior. Like, you know, how, you know, we had a, an abundance of Italians and uh, Mexicans, so we were deciding to, or replacing, you know, Mexicans in movies with Italians. Yeah. It's going to be that, it just in, in a different sort of medium. You well, know, I, I can't tell you, like, genre-wise what it'll be, because right. it could be anything. Um, the way that, like, I think superhero movies were just the, like, connective, like, tissue between... Uh, like pulp iconography that would be uh, like easily connected to people's n- uh, nostalgia responses. Right. Uh, uh, you know, and I think that that well may be running dry. It may be the reason that we're seeing a decline in uh, m- like movie goership and stuff like that is just because d- culture in general is declining. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean this in like a fall of Rome kind of way, like we're degenerates. Right. I mean it in a like it is, again, downwind of whatever, like, conditions you're presented with. So, yeah. like, if movie making now is being good at doing CGI, then whatever genre that will fit into that, uh, those requirements will be the one that usurps. Yeah, for sure. And there, there's also, we've touched on this uh, a bit in the in the old pod, but there is that, like, intersection of... Th- through Marvel and Marvel has it's a bit of a um, not an Achilles heel but it's it's a bit of a uh, Ouroboros really has been the ma- the best at serializing film to the point that it is overly serialized at this point um 
Yeah, it's oversaturated. Everything feels like it's up everything else's ass, and you wouldn't have any fun enjoying any individual piece. And television has, uh, or prestige television, if you can really even call it prestige television, has become uh, cinematized? Cinema light, yeah. It's like, like... yeah, I mean, what would you even consider the those shows in this era? Because I, I mean, like ten years ago, we had like, I mean, more than that now, but like Deadwood and Sopranos and right, all of these shows that were like, they were breaking lines in the fact that they felt more like movies, but now that line is even more thin than yeah. it has ever been, and it doesn't feel like there are any shows that are. Maybe Succession. I, I, people watch that show. I don't know if that's right. even still on, but like people talk about that one a lot. But you have, you know, your Game of Thrones and it's whatever it's uh sequel or spin off series. You have the yeah. Lord of the Rings uh, series. Really? Is like is that what is that where it's at right now? Well I mean, yeah, but like my my point being that we have like T V shows that are hour and a half, two hours long yeah, with yeah, yeah. high high budget that I might mean, as well be movies. It exactly. Well be like, yeah. Yeah. So, where film can go to differentiate it itself from that? <laughs> Augmented reality. That's the only place. <laughs> yeah. Like if you had like to experience a Ludo narrative, like that one play that was uh, that everybody was talking about recently. Do you do you remember what I'm talking about? I can't remember the name of it, but it's like it's a. Uh, Instead of it being like a stage performance, it's like a building, I think. Or there's just like it's a, it's an immersive sort of uh, th- a theatrical experience where mm-hmm. going one night and having one experience may not give you the whole story because you're like interacting with characters who are with right. The, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that might be. I think uh, honestly, if we like stretch this out like to the ultimate degree, I think eventually uh, media and uh, uh, just entertainment will completely suffuse with just regular day to day life. I mean, out of s- things that we do, like the way we have to perform everything now. Right. I mean, at a certain level, I agree. But I mean, I hope it doesn't get to that point. Yeah. Oh, if for things sh- continue as they are now. But see, that's the thing. I don't think that there is a a continuity. Like I think that we are culturally cached. And in decline, and I don't think whether you're talking about, like, all we're going to get is just regurgitation of what we've had before in uh, in more deteriorating forms. Like, Yeah, Ready Player One is basically what I'm saying is going to happen. Yeah. Not in such, like, a, like, not in the sense that it'll be a separate, like... Reality that people jack into, but that like overlaid into our day to day existence, it will no longer be enough for a person to just be like Nolan or Zach. It'll be, will be weaved into a narrative where like I'm sucking off Mega Man or whatever. Right. I think, <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's like a, like, it's the uh, technolized like wish of salvation mm. like uh, of like at least that like at least then we can plug ourselves into the matrix and you know pretend to live these lives but i don't think that that like, like i said i think that 
we're cashed. I don't think that there is any like actually moving moving forward in I don't necessarily call that forward, but is an advancement no. of technology. I don't think that that's all we're gonna get is just like the shadow of just like we see with AI. Yeah. Like we're just gonna get the shadow. That's what of, it's gonna be. Recursive, <laughs> like repackaging and reproduction of every aspect of life. But I think it is gonna like consume everything that it can around it to the point where like the inescapable capitalist realism that we experience is going to be weaved into our experience of like art and right. uh, media. Yeah, which is terrifying and hor- horrible, and uh, I mean, it seems pr- like the stupidest possible thing that could happen. Which is exactly why it's going to yeah. be what happens. But yeah, and, and I, I think I th- also this will only apply to people in the imperial core, right? Because yeah, no, it's just it, while we're being so distracted by that, you know, mm-hmm. like where you know we're all trying to, you know, I don't know, date Samus Aran, the, you know, Global South is going to be even more, you know, aggressively fucked in, into the dirt and uh, I, to, to support this increasingly narrow and uh, all-consuming level of uh, uh, distraction that we're basically, that our whole society has really been building towards. I yeah, think. yeah, and I think we're, like, basically at that, at that point. Yeah. Um with the in like the thin if not invisible line between uh the virtual uh communal space of hell that is social media and the uh and the content farm around it um but yeah whatever and it could be that there just isn't uh anything that 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 fills that that space at the uh at the cinematic level and but what <clears throat> whatever it is i think will be derivative of something that we are already have like i don't think that we're going to see new forms of of art, just like I don't think that we're ever like, or at least not in th- in this epoch, we're going to see meaningful new forms of music. Like I don't think uh, that we're the ones that have come out most not recently. At, at the m- in the in the underground, there will always be yeah be new new forms or a new right. mashing together. But what, what on a zeitgeist is, level, yeah, yeah, the, uh, w- I think yeah, you're right. Like it's fragmenting more and more. Like we're further from the trunk of the tree. The branches are even thinner. Right where we're at now. But the uh, I think that all of the new like subgenres of music that I have seen created in the past few years mm-hmm. have been some of the most like online brained nonsense and maybe that's just because i'm very online right but like it's so recursive like do you know that band 100 gex or whatever it is i've heard of them yeah. but i don't know them i think that personally that's what people refer to as yeah sorry uh dan just stepped on zach's dick um that uh is what people refer to as hyper pop right and uh Honestly, I don't. I know I sound like an old man shouting in a cloud here, but that is the most dog shit form <laughs> of music I have ever heard. There's not enough time that passes in, within like the like rhythmic structure of the music for there to be any sense of motion that's easily understood. Like levels of like harmony and 
melody are just completely suffused to this kind of like manic uh uh extreme all at once regurgitation of just all of this musical idea like right at once which i like chaotic music too i like freeform stuff right sometimes you know it's not my favorite thing in the world but like i can see the sort of expressive nature in that i feel like it's gotten it, yeah, it's that thing we're talking about where, like, it's just all, consu- it's all, like, homogenizing into this one experience instead of it being, like, bespoke individual perspectives that art is supposed to render. It's just all supposed to now be just one thing going down the tube yeah. that you're all supposed to, like, suck up, you know? And uh, not to shit on 100 gigs that much. I don't have any yeah. particular disdain from them. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just not my, my jam. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah. I said it before, the digital world that we got is way shittier than the one that was promised to me as a, as yeah, a kid. Yeah, fuck. Man, like, the digital world just being a parallel, like, terrestrial plane where, like, uh, there's still a, just a tremendous level of mystery and it's not just, you know... Uh, spam bots trying to right. like make your dick bigger <laughs> is is uh yeah it's it's a it's a dream it's a fantasy it's right. like a, a kind of a beautiful thing and, and instead it's uh it's fucking Plato's cave with really really poor rendering yeah but for some reason you feel like you're going insane if you like Miss if, 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 if you if, if you turn you point away out that like wait a minute. Yeah. This is like <coughs> it's like this is a world of PS2 graphics and we're falling for this. Yeah. Sad shit. We'll be right back with an episode. <laughs> All right. And we are back. Yes. The thrilling conclusion of the three-parter. Where is Agumon? Why what? is Agumon? What well, yeah, why is Agumon? Uh, so Ken's doing evil shit. They're <laughs> talking about doing evil shit, r- rolling around on his new dinosaur pet slave. Yep. Um, Matt sends uh, Tentomon to find Garurumon, and Tentomon realizing this isn't the train he was hoping for, and that Iz- Izzy's mom is nowhere to be found, <laughs> goes off. <laughs> to find Guru Ramon. Uh Davis, using his entire brain cell, singular, asks Ty if he really intends to fight Agumon, which, yeah, we already had this conversation last time, Davis. I feel like Davis is never paying attention in the last three minutes of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, D- Davis has the attention span and the... uh short-term memory of uh, something that's stupid. He's what you call a two-act break mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never quite makes it to the third one. Um, Davis doesn't want to fight Agumon because might hurt him and TK calls him a bitch and yeah. so they they fight about it. And everyone tries to pull them off of each other. And Except ti- Matt and Ty. Yeah, Matt and Ty are like, like, hey, this is the start of something beautiful. Right, like, eh. Right. We made our Digimon try to kill each other, and it worked out for us, so. <laughs> yeah, we used to fight all the time, and it never caused a problem for anybody. Right. 
Uh, so Cody finds another digi egg, and it's got the crest of friendship on it. So we assume it's Matt. Yeah, but like, why shouldn't it have been? N- yeah. n- none of them have been. Yeah. Other than the kids who are conveniently the same age as. That's true. Yeah. Like everybody's been like, oh, it's got the crest of courage. That means it must be mine. Oh, it's got the crest of love. That means it must be Sora's. Like none of them yeah, have have been. So yeah. I like, at the least, you'd think that like, oh, that means there must be other must be another kid that it that it belongs to. Not oh whatever. Yeah. Like you're you're too old. You you're too old for this. You're boomers. Yeah. You you don't get eggs. You got the crests, which admittedly were much cooler. But I don't know. I think having like a physical egg is pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I see that. I definitely um oh uh, uh not uh it, way more toyetic. Yeah. Since like the Although I would love to have a crest. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, now I really want one. And I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. and I, I would start wearing necklaces again if I had a crest. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Which crest would you have? We've talked about this. We have talked about this. Um, I don't know. I That's think I went with the 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 edited. Uh, what is it? Uh, dependence. Dependent. Yeah, you would you would definitely have reliability. I, I yeah. would I would say I. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I. God, they all feel, all feel pretentious to say about yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like you settled on knowledge for me, which I guess is the. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all the like all the digi eggs are designed to be like this generation's Digivolver toys, which is why they yeah. all look like they're. Uh, their forms that they digivolve uh-huh. into, um, they can be collapsible into a digiag form. I had, I think I had Rage Ramon. I think I had the. That's cool. I think I had Flame Ramon, and uh, the other two OGs. Um, I think I had a Flame Ramon toy, but yeah. he was just always Flame Ramon. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they try one by one to lift the egg, um, and none of them are worthy. Uh, yeah, Davis is reluctant to try for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. Davis's um, character is kind of like it kind of melts in this episode and then is reformed. Right. Um. But yeah, there not none are found worthy in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, in the eyes of Kari. Uh, and then the the Flymon attack them. You know what happens next? They fight, but the Flymon captures Patamon. Oh man! Oh, if only they had some flying Digimon <laughs> that could go after him. If only. If only. But before they can save him, Ken arrives with Metal Greymon and is about to enslave Patamon. But Garurumon shows up just in time to save him. Yeah, they picked the most like vulnerable seeming of the. Rookies too to steal. I thought that was a good choice. Yeah, that would be Patamon, because we know how much he means to TK. And like, it would have been interesting to see, uh, to see Patamon's dark line. Like, I would assume that he would probably did evolve to Devimon. Yeah. Uh, but where he goes from, 
from there, like yeah, my my Otismon, that actually would have been really fucking interesting if you had like my Otismon, but since he's my Otismon, he's just like pure fucking evil. Yeah, that he actually he breaks free of Ken's control, but he's still like evil. He's still evil and fucked up. And yeah. You, and so it's like, or, or Metal Greymon's just a red herring, and it just sets up yeah. an arc where we have. I enjoy, uh, like, conflicting villains. I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why Namek is probably is my favorite arc in DBZ. Yeah, there's so many different moving parts. There's so many different yeah. like motivations of characters all coming to a head. And yeah, reluctant alliances and yeah, those are always cool to see. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't happen because Gururumon saves Patamon. Um, and with Patamon rescued, now the group can focus their efforts efforts on getting their shit knocked around by Metal Greymon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Metal Greymon is really fucking taking them all to task. Yeah. Uh, Davis can't bring himself to fight, and his cowardice makes Flamesremon de-digivolve. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like... Davis is really going through it in this episode. <laughs> he, he is. And everybody's talking shit to him well, whenever this is going wrong. Especially TK. Especially TK, who's finally, like, he's been waiting this whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, keep talking about my hat. Yeah, call me TR <laughs> one more time. We'll see what how, how it goes down when the chips are fucking down. Uh, as Davis sulks, Vimon is about to get smushed, but Patamon saves him. And TK's like... Hey, buddy. Like, no thanks to you. you if piece it, of if shit. it were up to me, I wouldn't have. I would have not let Patamon go after him. In fact, I would have made Patamon push him into Metal Greymon's <laughs> fucking because that's what you de- you deserve, you piece of shit. <laughs> have I mentioned I fucking hate you? Yeah. And Kari hates you, and and your sister, and Ty. Ty especially hates you. Yeah. And Matt is fucking your sister, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but Davis has a. A momentary glimpse of self-awareness, which activates the Digiag of friendship. Yes. <laughs> Vimon, I'm your friend! Yeah. Well, yeah, the writing. Just, just, yeah. Uh, how do we, how do we get, how do we get, how do we get Davis here to convey that he's made a change of heart and that he considers Vimon a friend? <laughs> well, he could just say it. He, okay, fine. That's lunch. But also, like, that's, like... That's such a weird way to put such a weird, unnatural way to phrase right. That. Like that's such a like a recursion of the point and the moral. Yeah. Like I'll f- like I'll f- I'll fight for you or I'll fight beside you or something like something like that. But it's I'm not, your friend. Right. I thought we already knew that. Also, right. Like, it's like what does that m- mean? mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's worth it because we get. My personal I think favorite the armor. Of the armor so far. Yeah. Um, there, there's a, uh, there's an argument for one of the other two that we're obviously going to see now that we know why we spent an entire episode getting to know or them getting to know Matt, uh, Mimi and Joe, to establish those relationships and everything. Obviously, we know we're what's going on there. Uh, but I, yeah, I would say Ragermon's the, the coolest. That's cool. Um, but we'll we'll see how we feel about them, uh, when we see them in future 
episodes. Spoilers, I guess. But as cool as Ray Germani is, and oh, he's so fucking cool, he still can't take out the spiral. <laughs> right. It's it's a little bit like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cody, Cody's like, Davis has two digi eggs. That means he's twice as powerful. We can win now. And I oh, don't, no. I don't think that that's how that works. But yeah, because he can only use one of them at a time, right? right? Unless that would be cool. That would be really fucking cool, and they wasted opportunity because that's not going to happen. Well, fuck. Yeah, should have, could have, didn't have. We thought of it just bullshitting <laughs> on, <laughs> on our couch watching one episode where there's two digi eggs yeah. for own character. Um, oh man. But Rageramon and Garumon team up, and we have the second and last appearance of the Absolute Bop, and it works this time. The power, yeah. the power of a good insert song. Oh my God! Yeah, this one's the, the was great. Like, and it's also not very long at all. So right. you're just like, yeah, it's not overexposed. It's it's really cool. We had this. This was like the. Only time we didn't get Hey Digimon in the first season, and I think it was when they fought uh, Puppetmon's mansion. Yeah. We got this. We got this song then. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was. Yeah. All right. That. Yeah. No. No, I remember that. But, but yeah. But yeah, they they save Agumon. Ty and Agumon have a uh, a heartwarming reunion again. Davis shits himself, and they go back to the real world. Ty and Matt, um, well, they jump Davis into their game, <laughs> game with, with, a, with a noogie. Yeah, they scream into his ass <laughs> yeah. as, as a group. <laughs> just holds him down and scream and, into his and, ass. Uh, and Demi Vimon is a little transphobic, and that's, yeah, the that's the pretty much it. Yeah, it's a little weird. So, yeah, what's uh, so that's this episode, yeah, and the end of our uh of our trilogy what are the the words you got for us so first of all yeah we got the scene where uh davis and tk are <laughs> in a fist fight and we cut over to uh we cut from all of the other kids like kind of freaking out about it mm-hmm. to matt and ty who were just like just smiling shaking their heads being right. like yeah just just let them fight let them scream into each other's asses <laughs> a little bit it'll 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 solve everything um yeah, but just let him fight. Like in that hard cut, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, whenever they're just trying to discern who is the owner or who can use the egg, um, they're like, maybe it's the one with the most friends. Maybe it's the one with the crest of friendship. Maybe it's the one with the least friends. Why are you me? And that's Davis. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> like, again, another strange moment of self-awareness from Davis. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Davis tries to describe equilibrium. And what he says is, when you have two libriums that weigh the same, that's equilibrium, <laughs> which is almost like a, uh, a cogent way to describe that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, if, if he just paid attention a little bit more, we would have given him a passing grade on that. But I'll give him a C minus. That's fine. Um, uh, whenever the Digimon Emperor is like talking to Patamon and like gloating about having stolen him, mm-hmm. what he says to him is, "I'll make you do my laundry one piece at a time." 
Which is like, hey, we're in the fucking digital world. <laughs> right. He wore the same thing he wore the all same the time. Thing. It does just have like a digital closet full of the same digital outfits. Probably. Wouldn't it be more like changing your avatar's clothes in the digital world? It doesn't matter. <laughs> the Yeah. They got, they got clothes just from showing up in the fucking digital world this season. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Anyway, uh, it's just a very like weird and sexual. I don't, I don't trust the Digimon Emperor around any small Digimon. The way v, like Wormon is right. being, being treated, you know, who knows? Who knows what kind of weird shit has gone on? Um, you know, I don't think he thinks enough of of Wormon to abuse him in that in that way. Is the sad I think that's thing. part of it. I think yeah. that's it. Wouldn't even be about him getting off. It would be just about. Uh, you know, just completely decimating or uh, demolishing uh, Wormon's sense of self-worth, you know? Fair point. Um, <laughs> uh, whenever uh, they're, like, all, like, diving to save each other, which we noticed this during this episode, like, apparently all of our main characters are incapable of actually dodging something right. on their own merits. They have to be tackled out of the way of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's happening. And then... Um, uh, uh, Davis is like, wow, Matt uh, and and Ty jumped out to save Gabumon. Uh, what are what friends, you know? Uh, and then uh, Flamedramon is like, would you do that for me? Would you <laughs> save me? <laughs> right. And Davis is like, I don't Damn. know, maybe. <laughs> and then Flamedramon's like, maybe. What about definitely? <laughs> We're in a life or death scenario. <laughs> you're just you're playing it safe over here. You fucking <laughs> asshole. Um. Yeah. Um, then we have the shit with Ragermon. Ragermon doesn't really say anything, but he's pretty cool. Um, uh, we have Vimon, I'm your friend, which is going to probably reverberate in my brain for a long time. Um, we have, uh, oh man, uh, whenever the uh, Digimon Emperor is running away with his tail between his legs, mm-hmm. uh, he's again talking to Wormmon and... Uh, He's saying, I told you not to talk when I'm thinking, and I'm always thinking, so don't talk. <laughs> and it's like, God, why, again, why, Wormon should just drop a brick on his head when he's asleep, and then we'd all be better off. Even his parents, even Kenji's parents, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Davis, whenever they return, is talking to Vimon <laughs> and says... Uh, I I think I'm one of the guys now. <laughs> now that we've like been getting into fights and stuff, and then uh, Vimon says, "If you're one of the guys now, doesn't that mean you used to be one of the girls?" Yeah. And how come you never told me about it? <laughs> I wish you would just make up your mind. Like I wish you would just make up your mind. Like whoa, buddy. We've spent so much in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and now all this hormone replacement. <laughs> it's costing your parents a fortune. <laughs> This is what we get for drag queens winning the kids <laughs> in school. <laughs> I love reactionary Demi Vimon. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but her emails. <laughs> Israel has a right to defend itself. <laughs> so, so, uh, you really believe that Hamas propaganda, Davis? <laughs> so, other, uh, so other than oh, uh, so other than reactionary Demi Vimon, who we will, who's definitely a Samsung or a Gateway, depending yeah. how you look at it. Uh, I mean, yeah. we'll we'll uh, we'll save save him. See what other 
shit he says. Um, I mean, I guess we can rank Flymon. I mean, he just kind of flies in, buzzes around, and kidnaps uh, Patamon. Hey, yeah. So we that's can something. Uh, where would you? Probably C tier. Probably a, uh, a, a Novo. Uh, be HP. Oh, HP, pardon me. Yeah. Because, like, good design, creepy effect. Right. Nice, like, sound design. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, Metal Greymon. Metal Greymon. Um, oh, as his, like, badass alternate form? Yeah, him as the... Main antagonist yeah. in uh, this Samsung or Apple, I would say. I feel like definitely Samsung. Samsung. He's the most imposing. He's the most imposing. Yeah, he's the biggest threat. He's the coolest looking. Um, it also has this added like dynamic of not wanting to hurt him, right? Knowing he's your friend, but he's still trying to kill you. But also, want to or don't, you fucking can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, li- literally took a new Digivolution. And then even that wasn't enough yeah. to like. It took, um, it took Ty's protege and Ty's best friend to take him down. So there's a nice like yeah, thematic yeah. thing there. Um, if if defeating a, a, an enemy Digimon involves learning a lesson, then it's always one of the higher tiered ones for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're here for, you know. And now we're we're here to to bust some eggs, so it's at least good. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one Fabergé. Okay, I would I would agree with that. I w- there's some stuff it fumbled, but I think based on what it wants to do, yeah. And we need to be realistic about our expectations from right. this series. I would say that's a Fabergé egg. So I, I think, and I I agree. Um, what? I think for what? Why? No, I was going to say I think that for me, uh, like a Fabergé egg episode would be one that is as good, or in some cases, no, I don't think that this is the case for this episode, but in some cases is even better than the really good episodes yeah. of the first season. Okay, yeah. Um and I think that this, this And that's why we have that's why eleven episodes we haven't gotten there yeah. yet. Like yeah. things have been either decent or scattered. Mi- yeah. Uh we haven't had like we haven't had a goose egg. We haven't had an episode that was like, like completely shit. Worse than the worst episodes yeah. of the first season, but we've been kind of middling for for this for this season, for this That's fair. For this arc. But I do think that like this episode it does get to the things that are enjoyable yeah. about the first first season. Like there's there's stakes, the fight is actually connected to a to an emotional problem. There's growth that is connected to the fight. Yeah. Um I would say that that like despite the uh presentation being a little bit confused, the like overall point of the episode is very coherent right. and this one's also fun to watch because it's got a lot of the gang there and like it's not only winking towards like the past of like previous conflicts that we've seen, you know, like 
comparative to Davis and TK and, mm-hmm. and uh, Matt and Ty. It's also uh, winking at the previous lessons that needed to be learned by Ty whenever he was confronting his own right. issues with courage. Um, and and it, Matt's, Matt's lessons. Exactly, of, yeah. Of, of friendship and everything. Handled like, better, like but also it was stretched over like an arc with yeah. Matt. It wasn't all just resolved in one episode, so it had to be condensed right. a little bit to get to this this Which point. Which also illustrates the value of friendship further by like getting to learn the lessons secondhand from people who had to do it directly. Right. Um so yeah, I think yeah, I fr- I'm I'm more agreeing now with it being a Fabergé egg than I was prior, but yeah. the yeah, I think it is it is So, it's our first one of those and we'll see how many more we get. When we watch next week's episode, The Good, The Bad, and The Digi. We'll (laughs) see you then. Goodbye.